Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Sacred Places Radio with Beth LJ. This is Sunday, January 14th, 2018. And thank you for joining me this evening. We're 5 p.m. here. Uh, I'm 5 p.m. here in East Coast in Brooklyn. And this will be uh, the new time for Sacred Places Radio. I have changed the time due to the schedule and restructuring of my life, which is a big theme um, going on right now. So I hope that you will take note, um, subscribe um, to my blog, I mean, to the Blake Radio Station, and join me every Sunday at 5 p.m. So I am thinking and contemplating and going into solitude this week about a variety of different things. Um but things that all concern this new moon in Capricorn. And I would like to take a moment before we get into the discussion, um, an astrology discussion, um, which we will be later joined by Carmen from Written in the Stars. Um, Carmen will join us to talk about the eclipse season. Um, Before that, I would like to do a meditation and just release some of the energies we've been feeling, um, release any tension um, that we might be holding on to, and begin to let things lift from our body, energy lift from our body that no longer um, is needed. It might be taking too much space in our body um, so that we can welcome new energy. And so if we would just close our eyes here, And hone into your third eye. Take three deep breaths. Breathe down into your throat chakra. And release any illness, silence, fear that may be blocking your ability to communicate what is in your soul. It is time for you to make space 
in this chakra to express yourself in a different way with knowledge and understanding of the things that you need to say to create boundaries that are necessary for your growth. Now take a deep breath and breathe into your heart chakra. Feel your lungs expanding, creating room for your heart to expand. Releasing things that we may not understand what we are releasing. But you're expanding your heart chakra. And then that energy that you have made space for that is filling up, ignite it down into your solar plexus, into your sacral chakra, and connect to your root. How will your foundation and your heart connect for your future growth? Connection, the transfer of energy between these chakras, the action that will need to take place for your heart and root chakra to come into alignment and breathe. Open your eyes. Deep breath. So this new moon in Capricorn is joining us at 24 degrees, about 24 degrees on Tuesday night, January 16th. And with this new moon, we have many conjunctions to our personal planets. So be ready to be inspired to reorganize an aspect of your life that needs attending to before you can move forward. Whatever came to your mind when I said that sentence, let that be a guide to where you need to focus your attention now. The new moon in Capricorn wants you to agree that an area of your life needs to be worked on, the aspects that it is making, and I encourage you to look up on the Internet to trusted astrologers that you have. Um, Written in the Stars is a great place um, to look up writings on the new moon in Capricorn and the aspects it's making. But go further into into your understanding, into your knowledge by doing the research on your half on your behalf, on your chart, looking into the way it touches you specifically. But the aspects in general are asking you to allow the solution to be new, unexpected, out of the norm for you. Be open to understanding yourself differently than before. This is a really supportive time to look into the way that you understand yourself 
be patient with the unfolding of things and really understand that the universe is supporting you to step into the path that is destined for you. Make sure you have the right shoes. Make sure you're wearing the right outfit. Make sure you're ready for this journey, but it's time to step into it. When I think of this new moon in Capricorn, I think of two tarot cards that come to my mind, the hanged man and the temperance card. The contemplation and prayer we are doing before the action is represented by the hanged man. This change is big, foundational change, and there doesn't need to be a rush. Then the action that we take is supported by our angels. We can see this with the temperance card. We are being asked to create something from fertile ground that hasn't begun to bear its fruits. So the ground looks barren, and we're still a little indecisive, and we still have to step out on faith that what we're doing is the right right thing for us right now. And a lot of times we have to let go of the failure that we had before because most likely this isn't the first time taking this type of risk. You've learned lessons already and that's how you know what your foundation needs to look like. So you have to get rid of the fear from falling the first time so that you can trust what you learned Trust the new perspective that you're understanding about yourself for yourself and move forward with a good structure. So I hope that word was met, um, was met, understood, felt in, in resonance with, um, with what you've been feeling, dealing, exploring um, since this since the beginning of the year, really, the energies really did change. And I would like to go and transition now and bring on Carmen from Written in the Stars. Good evening, Carmen. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, Carmen is... um, here to discuss eclipse season, um, which some may understand is coming up and some might not be aware of yet. So when does eclipse season start? And I guess what what effect does do the eclipse have on our lives? Or what do they mean to us humans? So I think even you talking about the upcoming new moon in Capricorn, um, I actually feel that it's kind of like a great precursor to eclipse season um, because, like you were saying, the new moon in Capricorn is really about allowing changes and shifts to come into our lives and taking a very serious, grounded approach and understanding that these things that will be transpiring um, won't come quick and easy. So it's really about putting in the work and the dedication. So it's the, the upcoming New Moon and Capricorn is kind of triggering that for us to kind of open us up to that. And then um, eclipse season starts on the 31st of January, 
when we have a full moon lunar eclipse in um, Leo. And so eclipse season is essentially two very powerful moons. One is a full moon and one is a new moon. So that kind of is the time range of eclipse season to actually take place. However, the impacts of eclipse seasons carry on for six months. So they create changes, okay. they create shifts, they create opportunities that take us into the foreseeable future. And lots of things that happen during the eclipse season are for the long term. So when we think about regular new moons and full moons, you know, the energy lasts about a month. And they may be small shifts or smaller breakthroughs or, you know, it's kind of like a cycle. So each month it's something a little bit different that may contribute and carry on to something. But when you get to an eclipse season, it's very powerful and it just changes things in a way that things can never go back to be the same or it deviates your path into something different. So it's a major shift versus kind of the smaller ones we experience with regular moons. Um, okay. So, so the first one is going to be a full moon on the 31st. Right. And that's going to be a solar eclipse? A lunar eclipse in a, a Leo. A lunar eclipse in Leo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Okay. And so and the, um, the second one would be in February, February the 15th, and that will be a new moon or a solar eclipse in Aquarius. Okay. And so what effects or what what are the major themes when you think about the Leo and Aquarius access in just as a as a whole as a collective, what to what things are you thinking about? So um, Leo and Aquarius are polar opposites, which I tell people you can think of the two signs as two sides of the same coin. So they have a lot of similar goals and similar energy. They just extend energy out different. Leo is a fire sign, and Aquarius is an air sign. And I like to call that axis or that polarity. Um, You could think about it as a way, um, kind of like our contribution to the group. It's really about the energy of Aquarius and Leo. So Leo likes to take um, center center stage, so to speak. It likes to show off and showcase its gifts, its talents, and its capabilities as being valuable to other people. So it kind of gives of itself um, to be helpful, kind of create community but it likes to be the center of attention. And so in many ways, the Leo energy needs praise. It needs to be valued. It needs to be recognized for who it mm-hmm. is. So even within ourselves, we need to be valued and recognized for our unique gifts, our special talents. Um, that recognition really becomes important to us. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you look at the other side of it, Aquarius, it asks us to consider our role as a member of a larger group in society or a boardroom or just, you know, taking a bigger role. So it's not about us being center stage and getting the recognition. It's about us um, thinking about the collective or the whole and how we can use our talents to really help people or help the collective without necessarily being individually recognized for the recognition is less important. It's more so about making sure that things are fair or there's equal opportunity so we all have 
the access to the same um, information or the same level of justice. It's about creating that fairness in the group and that dynamic. So it's both your both yeah, and the I was thinking. Oh, no, I was just thinking about Aquarius and how Aquarius is traditionally ruled by Saturn, and then we have all of this energy of the new moon in Capricorn, which is also ruled by Saturn, and I just feel like they just keep sort of vibrating off of the same tune as with the eclipses and this new moon of get your structure right for your growth and for the growth of and the betterment of your community, your family, the world. Exactly. It is. This is, that's why I say even with this upcoming new moon in Capricorn, it's all about creating a structure in our lives, creating structure um, and even authority because Saturn has a lot to do with discipline and authority as well. Mm-hmm. So, so I've been hearing some things about, oh, okay, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I've been, um, no, I've just been reading, um, and we actually have, me and you, Carmen, have an event, um, a couple of events coming up in regards to this, um, the the lunar eclipse and the solar eclipse, and it's timing with Valentine's Day and the aspects that it's making with Venus and how this foundation, love is essentially built into this foundation mm-hmm. and this yeah, understanding of um, ourselves. Yeah, I think um, value has a lot to do with it, especially when um, we're looking at this upcoming, the, the, the lunar eclipse or the full moon at the end of the month, some of the aspects that are going to be going on. And so we know that Full moons are a time of release and letting go. So at the end of the right. month, we're going to experience big changes and shifts kind of coming in to kind of clear space for ourselves for new things to come in later with the new moon. And um, Venus is definitely going to be triggered in that. So it's going to bring value and value with love, value with money, our own personal value as far as the things that we give out. You know, Leo has a lot to do with that creative energy. Um, So Mm -hmm. the value of what we create, the value of what we do. So it's going to really come strongly to our awareness. Are we being valued by other people, um, by the people we love, the people in relationships with, um, the jobs that we have? Do we feel valuable? And are we being rewarded in the right way? And if we're not feeling Mm -hmm. valuable and we're not being rewarded in the right way, it will be easier for us to detach from those people in those situations because um, mm. we're not getting what we need and love. And Right, and it has, sounds right, like self-worth. Exactly. Self-worth a has a lot to do with it. And Uranus mm. and Pluto is going to be making a difficult aspect during this upcoming full moon in Leo. So Uranus is sudden change. It also deals mm-hmm. with, like, breakups and breakaways, it kind of separates things. And Pluto is death and rebirth. So that energy of those two planets, so they're really heavy hitters. That energy is very strong and heavy, and eclipses is a time of major shifts and changes. So it makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. that those two planets are going to be making a negative aspect because they're literally going to be shifting us away. And it's going to be about really our individuality versus what the system Mm -hmm. 
is impressing upon us. So we're going to be very mm-hmm. clear about what resonates with who we are and, again, the value and the self-worth. And if we're not getting that, it's going to be like, this isn't for me. I can't do this. Or why am I allowing um, this situation to have this level of authority over me? And when you think about Pluto, Pluto also deals with heavy hitters like the government, healthcare, banking systems, mm-hmm. all of these long-standing foundational things. So, you know, we may – um, as a like a society, see more flare ups. You know, a lot of things have been kind of coming out to light. You think about it, things that were once hidden with these powers that be, like the things that are going on with Hollywood, with the Me Too, mm-hmm. and then also with some of the shadiness that these corporations are doing behind our backs. So we're probably going to see more of that kind of come out in over the next month, month and a half. But on a very personal note, you know, we're going to be looking at these traditions and these norms and these belief systems and these structures that we have in our lives, like, is this valuable? Is this something that resonates with me? And if not, change may come quickly and abruptly. And so, Mm. like what you were mentioning, um, we were talking about, like, the thing that we're doing with the full moon, we're actually going to be having these uh, circles that Ruby and I are putting together. And um, Mm -hmm. it's really going to be helping us to dig in and dig this out and really clear away this space, really harnessing the power of this moon because the moons help us to release. So we're going to have to tap into our belief system, not just so much focus on the end result. So you may say, hey, I want a new Mm -hmm. job or, hey, I want my relationship to change. Okay, but you have to really get deep and serious about what does this change look like in my life? How can I really support this change to happen, to be permanent, to be longstanding. And that really comes with, you know, aligning your heart and your head. And so we're going to be doing a lot of that work during this eclipse season with these events that we're hosting. Yeah, and then we're creating these kits um, for people to take. So these um, these circles, these these ceremonies, these rituals that we do together as a community, um, it really brings together everybody's individual um, individual energy and brings it into a collective. And with the collective, you have um, – it's not that it's more power, but it's stronger energy. And the strength of your energy and, – and we're there to accomplish um, a similar thing. With the full moon, I think it's, it's letting go of any ideas that don't serve our self-worth. And specifically, we're talking about that aspect it's making to Venus. So any of ideas that don't make us feel valued, anybody who doesn't make us feel valued, um, any um, past wounding that is no longer, we've, we've taken the lesson and we need to let it go, all of that is a time to shed. And we've created these, Carmen makes wonderful candles. And she's created a release candle um, for this full moon. She has a full moon candle that she creates anyway. And is there anything you want to tell us about this candle in particular that you created? Yeah, so all of my candles I make with intention and purpose. So I make them on specific days of the week to pull in the planetary energy. I dress them um, is the proper name, but um, people can also call it like decorate them, but I dress them with blends mm-hmm. of magic, magical herbs 
and spices, and you're like, what's magical herbs and spices? But it's the spices and the herbs that we use every day. Um, they're totally edible, but when you put them together, um, all living things have magical properties. So you put them together and you speak words of intent over them, and so that strengthens the magic within the candle. And I set them under the moon, and I also put Reiki energy in them as well. So these candles. So this is the um, alchemy of the candle. This is the exactly that's all of it together that. creates the magic, the intent. And so then I paired yes. it with, I created a release energy incense um, that includes sage and um, holy basil. And those are two cleansing herbs as well as a, um, a blend of essential oils that is asked you to relax. And then finally with the um, angelica root, which is a protectant. So once you cleanse the area with this incense, you are then protecting the area. So you're setting up a foundation where you are creating boundaries within your energy and what is allowed to come into, um, enter, what is of worth um, of your energy now. And I think you paired up, you paired up with one, um, one other. Yeah, um, I'm going to include a, um, an essence, a crystal essence. Um, okay. So we're partnered up with someone else who makes crystal essence. So it's literally kind of like um, you soak the crystals, so the energy of the crystals, mm-hmm. you soak them in um, alcohol. I think she uses rum, I believe, um, and but it pulls out the energy. So the same way that we use crystals and we place them on our bodies, it's basically pulling out those spiritual and healing properties of the crystal, the mineral itself. And you take a um you drop it in your mouth, it comes like in a dropper. And when we talked about creating those shifts emotionally and mentally to kind of really allow these changes in our lives, this kind of works on your subtle body. And this specific one is called loving. And that's because when we talk about the value, that's really going to be coming up during this eclipse season, um, showing your value, receiving value, knowing your worth. This loving one is really going to just resonate with the heart chakra, the heart center, so that you're able to open up and give as well as receive love and value. So if you are working on manifesting more money, if you're working on manifesting a new relationship or strengthening a relationship that you have with someone, if you're ready to expand home, if you're ready to expand family, um, that's going to be the work that we're going to be doing during this eclipse season Mm -hmm. with these circles, you know, with these um, these manifestation kits, it's really going to be mm-hmm. supporting your intentions for growth and prosperity in all areas of your life. Yeah, and really giving some structure to your divination, to your meditation, to your intent. Um, these are tools to use um, where everybody has, or everyone who's contributing to this, um, to this full moon um, guidance and bundle is is really getting some quality energy that is focused on your healing. And I think that's, that's what's important is that everyone is, is here, the attempt is, and the intent is to heal and to grow in not just ourselves, but by growing ourselves, growing the community as well. And um, just love to share that with you. And I hope um, I will put a link um, in the show description. So 
I hope you click on the link, um, take a look. Uh, you'll be able to purchase it in person at our events, which will be listed, as well as online. Um, on, I believe it's Carmen has an Etsy page. So, or she definitely has an apothecary shop um, at writteninthestars.com. So that's W R I T T E N N T H E S T A R S dot com. So I am wondering if we have um, we have a couple of callers on the line um, who have been listening um, um, to this show uh, the entirety. So I want to thank our callers and Carmen is available and. Um, does provide um, tarot readings, um, soul counseling, um, coaching, um, spiritual counseling and coaching um, for those in need. And Carmen, I guess I'm going to put the um, turn the mic on for our first caller and see okay. what their question is. Um, good evening, caller. This is uh, number 256. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. Good evening. Hey. Hi, hi guys. How you guys hi. doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Um, How are you? I'm fine. Are you giving out tarot cards for this? Uh, the no, this is a uh, full moon coming out, right? For the full moon, or is it yes. the new moon? I'm sorry. It's the eclipse. Okay. So yeah, there oh, are it's tarot eclipse. readings. Okay. Yeah, the eclipse is coming up at the end of the month. So okay. did you? Was there a specific issue that you had that you wanted to receive a, a reading about? Yeah, finding a job. Finding a job. Okay, I think uh, if you give your name and your birthday, Carmen can go ahead and um, assist you with a reading. Okay, uh, my name is Keisha, and my birthday is 129, so right before the eclipse. Okay, so you're actually an Aquarius then, right? Mm Mm-hmm, yes, ma'am. So, um... So for Aquarius, because these eclipses are kind of taking place in your sign, in your polar opposite sign, so the full moon yep. is going to be taking place in Leo, which is across from your sun, and then we have a new moon taking place actually in Aquarius. So you're going to probably, the big shift and the changes that you're looking for, you're going to experience during this eclipse season because it's going to very personally resonate with you. Um, okay. So just looking at this full moon, this release, the first one that's in Leo, is actually going to be taking place in your seventh house. So everyone who is an Aquarius, um, you're going to experience the full moon in your seventh house. And seventh house deals with actually love and relationships. So that's going to be the oh. energy that you're really pulling in. But it's, it's about value as well that we were talking about. So you can kind of prepare okay. yourself for that just because okay. – um, it deals with love and relationships, but it can also bring about some things with money and value. But let me pull a card for you. So are you looking for a new job, or are you maybe having issues with the job you have and you're trying to figure out what's going on with that? What are you? Um, okay, I have an opportunity on the side, which uh, I've been working on for the last six months, but it's been like delay after delay. And But in the meantime, I need a, a job to kind of get, get me from month to month until this opportunity stops, you know, uh, until the blockages, whatever they are, remove itself so that it can, uh, you know, I can start working on it. So, um, 
what I'm seeing here is that, yes, there's definitely some challenges uh, with your career moving forward. I've got the death card reversed which means essentially you should be coming to an end of the cycle or a door should be closed, but it keeps repeating itself. So either you keep kind of going back, not fully, let, not fully letting go, or things from the past keep kind of resurfacing. It's because you need to kind of let go of something and close the door, and you're not um, allowing that to happen. So what you probably will experience during the eclipse season is mm-hmm. what's not working for you is going to be eclipsed out because it's kind of already mm-hmm. on its last leg anyway. So maybe if it's the struggling that you're having with finding a new job or the struggling that you're having with bringing this project that you talked about to fruition, whatever is mm-hmm. not strong enough, it's going to just completely die over the next probably month, month and a half. But what you need to really focus on is, um, and we know you're an Aquarius, so you use your mind a lot. When you're thinking, you have to get prepared. So when we were talking about creating the structure and the discipline, that's what you need to do. That is kind of what's holding you back. It's like you have a a great idea, uh, but when it gets to make the minute details, you're struggling with that, and that's why things keep falling through the cracks. Okay. Thank you so much, Keisha. Thank um, you. God bless. Please visit the blog. God bless. Keep following. And um, you appreciate it. I appreciate it. Good luck it. to you. Thank Just you. Have, keep the faith. A clip season will definitely, it's always working for everyone's greater good. So just kind of, you know, rise away, so to speak. Go with the flow. That is yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, look at it All from right, a new so perspective. Much. Yeah, and keep mm-hmm. trying. Okay, Okay, so we have another caller on the line, um, caller uh, 678. Hi, what's your name? Yes, hi, my name is Regina. Hi, Regina. Thank you for joining me on Sacred Places. Um, Carmen is on the line from Written in the Stars. Um, And can you give me your birthday and what you wanted to get um, some better understanding of in your life, what area of your life? Um, my birthday is January 8th. Uh, do you need the year or you just need the month and the no, day? No, that's fine. No. Okay. That's fine. And um, then what area of your life? I'm like the last caller um, career because uh, not this past Friday, but Friday before um, my job was let, well, I was let go due to a temp assignment. Um, and that kind of crushed me because this, I've been on a roller coaster of employment. And even though I have a part-time job, just purely on the weekends, but I just need something to come through as far as stability in that area. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I can't pay my bills. I got to choose. I don't want to live my life like that. <laughs> right. That's not what I want to do. That's not enough. Right. Right. So, um, you're a Capricorn, and this, the upcoming uh, uh, lunar eclipse that's on the 31st is taking place in your eighth house. And the eighth house deals with um, joint resources. Um, so, maybe using other people's resources to benefit you or help you. So it may be, you know, Capricorn is a very headstrong sign, and it likes to be the one that's taking care of and providing. But at the same time, Capricorns tend to have a large network 
um, because everything about you is very business minded. You tend to operate all aspects of your of your um, life, excuse me, um, kind of business minded and business focused. So it may be time for you to reach into your network to get some support um, that you need. They may be able to have an opportunity for you or, you know, send you in the right direction or kind of link you to someone that can help you. I also, and this is for all Capricorns, so if you're Capricorn and you're listening, you know, you can expect to experience some changes um, in your eighth house dealing with those things that I just mentioned. But I put the magician card for you, and the magician, again, is about the alchemy, pulling together your resources, both your personal resources as well as outward resources, and even aligning yourself with spirit to really create what it is that you want. And um, I put a second card for you, and it's the Queen of Cups. And so the Queen of Cups is kind of like your polar opposite. That energy resonates with Cancer. So as a Capricorn, Cancer is your polar opposite. So it's using maybe that softer side of yourself, that intuitive side of yourself. Um, You may be trying to do a lot of the work physically, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, plotting away and trying to build and create something, but basically, you know, the cards are saying, spirit is saying to you, you have the ability to create something using that non-tangible side of yourself, you know, kind of like softening yourself and trusting your instincts and um, using your relationships Mm -hmm. to leverage what it is that you want intuitively. It's not always about doing hard work, like they say, work smarter, Mm -hmm. not harder. Right, so that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like yes. setting your intentions and then prayer and meditation are going to be really helpful for guiding you um, to that relationship. So when you're in meditation, um, the person that comes to your mind or the past previous job that you once had or the one idea that came to your mind while in meditation, that might be the guidance that you need from your spirit side to point you in the right direction so that you can find some resolution, like you said, to make ends meet and just pull it all together so that you can get other things done. Get that foundation set. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's thank you goal. so much, Regina. <laughs> yeah. All right. And you have so the much. year, the beginning of the year is starting off strong for you. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You have a great night. You're thank welcome. You. Yeah, you have a good evening. All right. So, Carmen, um, let's see. I think I'm doing a time check. We have a few minutes left if you wanted to um, go through the other signs. I want to thank our callers for calling um, about how this, This eclipse season is going to affect our other signs. We covered Aquarius and Capricorn. And so if you want to um, touch on the other signs. um, Okay. So I'll start with um, Pisces. The upcoming Mm -hmm. um, full moon, lunar eclipse, is going to be taking place in your sixth house. And the sixth house deals with day-to-day routines and activities. So sometimes the mundane, kind of very tactical elements of life don't really resonate with um, that Pisces energy. You may prefer to be off Mm -hmm. doing other things or, you know, having too much discipline and focus can kind of feel like you're caged in. But now it's time to kind of get these elements of your life in check, especially when it deals 
with health and routines because that's going to be where you need to discipline your life to really get the support. So if you've been having some um, problems struggling with some things in your life, it may just be as simple as putting yourself on a schedule, disciplining yourself, getting up at a certain time of the day, going to bed at a certain time of the day, making sure you're exercising, you're eating right, you're taking your daily vitamins, and as well as um, and even dealing with practical matters. So if you need to hire an accountant, if you need to create a budget, if you need to put yourself on a physical health routine or regimen, this is going to be the time for you to do it. Um, for Aries, this is going to be taking place in your fifth house of creativity. Um, so it's really about, because Aries is a very creative sign. You're always thinking about how you can make something, create something as an expression of who you are and your individuality. So if you have been maybe limiting yourself in some ways or trying to go with the status quo and holding back, it's time for you to kind of shine out. So when we talked about having that value and that worth and that discipline, you may need to create a more discipline and more structure and sticking through. So don't, um, don't feel like you failed if things haven't come to fruition as quickly as you thought that they would. It's that you need now the mm -hmm. discipline execution to support your goals. With Taurus, this is going to be taking place in your fourth house of home and family. So now it's oh. your time to take more of a central role in creating the home and the family. And when we were talking about creating that abundance um, that we're going to be working with, this really is about what Eclipse season is for. So this is going to be very important for you, Taurus. Um, it could be your physical home. So getting your home in order, making sure that it's taken care of, like if you need new windows, you need new doors, you need a new furnace, whatever it is, take care of your home. You may just need to maybe um, redecorate or something. That could be one thing. But then the, the other thing is also about taking care of the people that are in your home. You know, Taurus, you can sometimes mm. be rigid or tied to your outcome. So you have to look at, like, how you may be blocking things from really growing, manifesting, and providing the nurturing and the love or even receiving the nurturing and the love in a different type of way. Gemini, this is going to, uh, the upcoming full moon is going to be taking place in your third house. And your third house is your natural house of communication. And so I think it, what can really stick out for you is what are you talking about? This full moon is going to be asking you, what are you talking about? How is it relevant? How is it useful? How is it serving not just yourself but others in a, big, a bigger way, a more important way? So you have to get really clear on your ideas and the messages that you give out and really think about what it is because people are always listening to you. You usually carry a great wealth of information. You may not know everything, but you know a lot about lots of things, right? So you need to make sure mm -hmm. that the things and the ideas you are communicating, um, you do it with tact, you do it with structure, and it's not just – you're not talking just to be talking. There's actually something – deeper to what you're saying, um, because while your words open up great opportunities for you, it can also be a detriment. So you need to think about how you may be blocking things um, with the way that you're communicating and the ideas and the things that are, that are you know, coming from you. Okay, Answer. Carmen. Um, unfortunately, we don't have enough oh. time to go through all of the other ones. I know. Sorry. Um, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. So, but Carmen will be talking about this on our social media. Um, she'll go in further, look up your chart, um, visit the page, visit the website. There'll also be other links that I'm posting. Um, so please um, connect with me in other ways throughout the week. Connect with Carmen from Written in the Stars. And until next week, peace. Thank you. Much gratitude for listening, for joining me. It brings me joy, and I appreciate it so much. Until next week, Sacred Places with the Bell J. Thank you. Have a good evening. 